Welcome to Retain FM. In this episode, Pete explains why you should treat your own agency as if it's one of your clients. If you really don't know where to start, why you could look at outsourcing, coaching, or partnering with a fellow agency to keep you accountable to building your own business and avoiding the feast and famine cycle for good. Hello and welcome to this episode of Retain FM. My name is Pete, and before we get into the meat of today's episode, I want to tell you a bit of a story. So when I first left university, uh, some of you may know my degree and uh, subsequent master's degree is in biblical studies. And when I left university, we had to stay in Sheffield as my wife um, was going to start a doctorate through Sheffield University. So I had to find a job in the Sheffield community. And through some contacts through university, I ended up becoming a youth worker at a church on the outskirts of the city. One day, I was uh, at an event at the church, and one of the elders there gave me a lift home after an event. Can't remember what the event was. It's not important. But this guy was called Ian. And as we drove up to our house, and he was about to drop me off, he stopped the car and said, Pete, I need to tell you something. And that thing is that the wise man prepares when times are going well. Now, this was in 2007. And within three or four months of this conversation, uh, the market started to crash. The finances globally went all over the place. England became a quite a challenging place to live. And what happened was that the church that I worked for was an independent church. It wasn't part of a, a bigger denomination or anything like that. And it couldn't afford to keep me. So we then went through quite a difficult period where essentially they needed to find a reason to fire me because they couldn't afford to make me redundant because they couldn't afford the redundancy payment. And it was all quite painful and nasty and gnarly and I'm pleased that's a part of my life that's over now. However, Ian's comment about preparing when times are going well has stuck with me ever since then. And it was in losing that job or leaving that job that I started working for my first, the first agency I worked for, that I really started to hone my development skills, which up until that point had just been a hobby. And I then started to get into agency life and the rest, as they say, is history. So why have I told you that story? Why have I wasted the last two and a half minutes of your life telling you about a job that I had uh, 20 odd years ago, nearly 20 odd years ago? Well, this is why. The crux of it is the wise man prepares when times are good. And now in my role as a agency owner, but also as a coach of agency owners, I come across a lot of people who say, I don't have the time. I'm too busy with client work. I don't have the time to do my own my own stuff. Can't worry about my own marketing or I will worry about it once I finish this tranche of work or this, that and the other. And it just gets pushed and it gets pushed and it gets pushed. There's loads of resources online about the feast and famine cycle of project work. And 
what I encourage my coaching clients to do and the whole reason why I set up SEO Hive with Jeff Patch was that we could help clients develop streams of recurring revenue to get themselves out of that feast and famine cycle. But that still only works if the clients themselves, if the agencies themselves are prepared to put the work in and to do the business development and grow the systems and grow the, um, you know, grow the client base, grow the leads, nurture them to a point of making the decisions to sell those things. We can't, I can't as a coach and we can't as SEO Hive as an external supplier make sales for agencies. That's up to them. That's up to you as the agency owner if you're listening to this podcast. So where are we going with this? The first thing about today's topic, which is why you should treat your agency as your own client, is that it is super important. It is vital that you have an element of internal focus on your business every week. That could be a morning, that could be a day, that could be four and a half days and you engage with the project manager the other half a day to find out what's going on. It doesn't matter how much, but essentially if you're doing nothing, that is the first speed of going backwards. So if or if you're not moving forwards, you're not moving. That's another way of looking at that phrase. So you need to do something each week to make sure that you're turning those cogs and having that internal focus to make sure that you have a pipeline, to make sure that leads aren't stuck in that pipeline, to make sure leads are coming in and coming out the other end of that pipeline, and that it is developing into sales, to make sure that your products and services fit with your target customers, to make sure those products and services are still relevant and that uh, you know they don't need an update, whatever it might be. It, it, the first step in any of this is making sure you have that element of internal focus and you have that dedicated space and time each week in order to work on your business rather than work in your business. And that is true if you're a solopreneur or if you're an agency with hundreds of hundreds of staff. It doesn't matter the size. We all need to do it. Here's the reality. And this is going to potentially be difficult for some people to hear. But here's the reality. All clients have a lifespan. Even if you're running retained services, not all clients are going to pay you, or all clients are not going to pay you forever. There will come a point where they change direction or somebody leaves or, you know, you don't fit the bill or God forbid something goes wrong and, and it's stuffed up and that agreement comes to an end. So you have to have this process of regenerating your client base of, you know, and the whole idea is, of course, that you gain clients a lot quicker than you lose them. So if you do lose a client every so often, it doesn't matter. It's not going to affect your business in a critical way. That's the first thing. How do we do that? Well, the easiest way of doing it look I'm, I'm should be speaking this podcast should be going out to an audience of agency owners we do marketing right so the first and easiest approach to all of this which isn't going to cost you a dime is to start treating your own agency as your own client whether that means creating a project folder whether that means 
setting up a, a task. Whether that even means set, invoicing yourself for zero pounds and pence or dollars and cents, whatever currency you're in, so that it triggers the tasks to be created. However you do it, treat your agency as your own client. And within that, actually put to work the stuff that you do for other people. Do you produce emails? Then go and send some emails to your ideal client. Do you run ads? Then go and run some ads. Do you create content? Then go and create some content for yourself. Do you build, you know, really cool marketing funnels? Then go and build one for yourself. Whatever it is that you do in the marketing context for your clients, make sure that one of those clients is yourself. And it is that important that you should be treated, you know, it, the, the, if, if you look at it another way, and this is the way I sometimes describe it to my coaching clients, is they say, oh, I've not got the time, I need the money. Well, the, the honest truth is anything we do in business has a cost to it. It either costs you in money by getting somebody in to do it for you, or it costs you in time. Now, the time that you spend or the loss of earnings for the three or four hours a week that you might start with this process in your own business is actually an investment back into your business. What you're trying to achieve with that is to make life better for you and your staff and you know the other clients around you. You, you are trying to, to grow things. And I've spoken before about why that's important and the longevity that your business needs to have and the security that you can pass on to your clients. So it, it's really important, you know, it, it's vital that you can never be too busy to work on your own agency. It must carry at least the same importance as that of any other client that you work for. And there's no excuse for it. Absolutely none. You, if you're too busy, then frankly, and this is again what I say to my coaching clients, if you're too busy, frankly, it means you're not managing your time right. So you need to make time for this. With that time, then, you need to make sure that you also have a focus and a drive so that when you are investing this time in your in your own business it is the most productive time it can be and the best way of doing that is through having a form of self-assessment so um you know assessing your business having goals in place having key performance indicators kpis that you're tracking whether that's number of leads number of sales uh, one of the key things i track in my agency's monthly recurring revenue how's that growing each year and i have a target each year in order to grow that and that growth target includes an element of losing clients because i know it's going to happen sometimes so that's a uh, yeah, ha having those structures in place so that when you sit down for those four or five hours, three or four hours, however much you put aside, I'm starting with half a day. If you can afford more, brilliant. But half a day a week, then it takes you 20 seconds to look at a sheet of paper or look at a screen in your project management system and say, right, where the hell are we? And then from there, you can then put in place strategies in order to grow things what is going to grow your bottom line what are the things that that are going to have the biggest impact in the shortest time and then when you've knocked those on the head then you can start working through the things that are slightly slightly longer focused and look i've been running series about how to be easy to work with and how to have processes and systems in place and all of that kind of stuff Again, all of these efficiencies should give you time, but you need to be clear about what it what it is you do and who you do it for 
in order to market to them, in order to go and find new clients and help build your business. So, what if you genuinely don't have the time? Well, I've just said at the start of this episode that everything here costs you money. uh, Everything here has a cost to it, sorry. It either costs you money or it costs you time. Well, if you can't afford to invest the time, and I seriously doubt that, but if you absolutely can't, consider reaching out to another agency reach or or delegate certain parts of your strategy maybe maybe you want to try and get more organic leads then go and work with an SEO partner to generate the the content for you to help with your rankings go go and find one it doesn't have to be SEO hive of course i'm going to mention that name but it doesn't have to be go and work with another agency maybe you you know of another agency that's just down the road Give them some money and go and become a client of theirs, as long as you don't have conflicting interests. We all work in the online space. <laughs> go and find an agency that's in a different country and ask them to be your supplier for your market in your country. There's ways of finding help with this stuff. You might need to be a bit creative about it. You might want to go and find somebody that you trust. That person might not even do all the work for you but maybe what you suggest is you know what i'm putting aside three or four hours each week for my uh, to build my business what i really like to do is have a sounding board so that once a month or twice a month we can have 45 minutes on a call and we can check in with each other we can find out where we are and we can check in with each other and you can keep me accountable to this and i'll keep you accountable for for how you're building your business ultimately that's basically how i work with my coaching clients it's all to do with accountability and making sure they get crap done that's the point anyway go and outsource or go and find a coach go and find somebody that is going to keep you accountable to that uh to those goals somebody that is going to drive you and inspire you in order to make that happen if you want to have a chat with me about the coaching that i offer feel free to uh, drop me a comment or a dm on facebook and i'll happily do that this isn't about selling my stuff this is about making sure you have the space you need in order to grow your business so that you don't get to the end of this chunk of work that you're in find that you don't have a pipeline find that there's no sales and then think how the hell am i going to afford the bills this month that's the purpose everything i've just said may have scared the bejesus out of you and i don't blame you if it has this if you've never been in this situation before you may have uh, you know it, it may be quite a daunting place to be but you don't need to be there on your own and the first step is always the hardest. Once you have a direction of travel with this, it does become a lot clearer and a lot more logical so that you can pick things up. And ultimately, the minute that this starts paying dividends for you, you will not look back. I guarantee it. The real trick that will happen over the course of a few months of doing this, so really you need to commit to it for let's say a quarter, 12 weeks. By the time you get to the end of that 12 weeks, this will be a habit. And once things become habitual, they naturally become easier to to maintain momentum with. But the real art here is balancing that element of internal focus on your business with 
all of the client responsibilities that you have to deliver. And if you are a solo marketer or a very small team of just two or three people, that can be a massive challenge. Um, but again, putting the right priorities in place, making sure your systems are efficient so that you can get the best outcome for your client, but with the least amount of friction in your business so that you can put the least, I'm not talking about doing the least amount of effort or the least amount of hard work. What I am talking about is making sure that all the admin stuff, all the stuff that takes needless time and needless effort, that stuff happens as automatically as possible. So that really your priorities are made making sure your clients get the best results that they can because they're paying you and that you are seeking new clients and building your business so that it is going to be around for a long time and serve the people it needs to serve. That's that's Nirvana right there. So if any of this has made sense, if any of this has resonated with you, if any of this has touched a nerve, and you want to discuss it a bit more, please head over to our Facebook group, peteverett.com forward slash group, or DM me, as I say, on Facebook. That's the best way to get in touch with me from uh, from the podcast side of things, uh, if you'd like to discuss things a little more. And we can make sure that you have a plan in place so that you don't need to ever look off the face of that cliff again of not having any work laid out in front of you. My name is Pete Everett. It's been great to record this episode for you. And if I don't see you in the Facebook group or in my DMs, I will see you in the next episode.